This is the Create the Smarts podcast where you will learn to leverage your online following into a profitable, future-proof education business that you control without being at the mercy of sponsors or algorithm changes. Each week we interview the world's leading creators to find out what strategies they use to diversify, stabilize and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Jan van der Aan. Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan here and this is episode 113 of the Creator Smarts podcast. Now in today's episode, um, we don't have a guest, we are going to do another solo episode because you know we receive so many questions from um, people who are still in the, uh, the beginner stage, who haven't quite made that breakthrough in their um, online business journey yet. And they say, Jan, you guys seem to focus a lot on people who already have a profitable business, but what about us? Can you maybe please create more content for beginners like us because we are stuck and we're still trying to figure out on how to make this, you know, this this hobby, how to turn this hobby and, and these skills into a business, right? So today, a crash course on how to build an online business and as many of you guys know, we started originally out as a langpreneur, right? So we basically, we ha- we created this podcast for people who had language skills, um, you know, for teachers or people who speak many languages and how they can turn those skills into a profitable online business, right? That's how we started out. Um, we actually created a course where we teach all those things where we teach how to build a profitable online language business with your language skills. Um, it's called Langpreneur Business Breakthrough. And in this episode, I'm going to give you an overview of um, some of the things that we teach in the course. And I'm actually also going to teach, you know, so this is like, um, see this as a crash course, like a the Langpreneur Business Breakthrough mini course. And then by the end of this episode, if you, if you liked it and if you feel that you got some value out of this episode, you can actually go ahead and purchase the full course if you want because it's currently on sale. It will be on sale for about one more week. Um, so that's the deal, right? Again, this is not, I'm not just going to sell you the course here, right? The idea is that I'm going to bring you as much value as I can in the limited time that we have here on the podcast. And if you like, and if you want to learn more, then you can check out the course, but I will, you know, I will make a promise here and I will try my best to deliver as much value as I can here on the podcast. Now, some of the things that we're going to talk about today, I mean, that I'm going to teach you today is niche understand how to understand what a niche is how to pick your niche uh what are what are good niches what are niches you maybe should not focus on now we're going to talk about the customer avatar what exactly is a customer avatar and how can you define what your customer avatar is we're going to talk about brand statement. What is a brand statement? Why should you have one? And how can you create a good, powerful brand statement for your brand? Um, we're going to talk about what you need to know when it comes to designing a website. What are some of the most important things when designing a website? How you, as a small personal brand, can compete against, not just compete, how you can beat the competition um you know all those guys who have been in the industry for a long time maybe you can even compete against companies how to build an audience 
And then, um, you know, there is this question, what is your business? Many people actually don't know what that business is. So um, in this module, you know, we will teach you how you can find out what your business is and how to make your business more profitable, how to go about product creation and that kind of stuff, right? We're going to talk about email marketing and email marketing is really, really important. Um, I recently talked to a company also in the language education space, about 20 employees. And um, I found out that they were actually doing very little uh, with their email marketing. So if you get your email marketing right, I bet that you can at least double the revenue of your company. So we're going to talk about, um, yeah, today I'm going to teach you how you can, how you should go about email marketing. Um, we're going to talk about affiliate marketing and validating a product. You know, don't just create a product, no, first validate it. So I'm going to show you how you can validate it, right? We're going to talk about how to sell. And um, yeah, that's about it. So yeah, we're covering about 13 or 14 modules. Um, when we... So when we when we delivered this course for the first time, we actually did it live, right? And it took us one weekend to teach everything. Basically, yeah, we organized this event. It was on a Saturday and a Sunday. We started at 9 a.m. The event ended at 5 p.m. So we basically spent two full days teaching this content, right? So, um, and uh, Oli was doing, Oli was giving these presentations. So this is going to be a mini version of a Langpreneur Business Breakthrough. Okay, so without further ado, let's get started um, with module number one. I have the slides in front of me here. So I will just use these as um, as my notes <laughs> for this podcast and not doing everything by heart. That would be really great. That would be really cool if I would be able to do that, by the way. But no, I, uh, I need some help today. So now why is having a niche so important? If you If you're getting started you need to get attention, right? There's so much noise on the internet, especially in 2021 and beyond. Um, how are you going to stand out? And having a niche, deciding to serve a very specific segment in the market is going to enable you to stand out and to get traction in your business, right? And there are several ways that you can niche down. You can, for example, niche down by, again, we designed this course for people in the language learning industry, right? So let's say you are uh, a Japanese teacher. You could niche down by a specific purpose, for example. So you don't just teach Japanese, but you actually teach Japanese um, Japanese language training for, for businesses, or we also had Sophie on our podcast. She helps uh, French speakers to learn Japanese for traveling. So she's actually, you know, she she went deep two layers. So not just Japanese uh, in general, but Japanese for French speakers. So she niched down by demographic and uh, she also had a specific purpose, right, for people who want to travel. So uh, you can have a, you should have a, or you can niche down by having a specific purpose, um, certain demographic, um, a language area or maybe by having a different angle and that's also what we did with language boost a language business that I started about six maybe already seven years ago um, so you know if you know me a little bit I spent my 20s traveling the world visited 103 countries I learned lots of languages I spent you know like 
three to six months in every county trying to learn the language, trying to reach at least a good B1, sometimes even a B2 level in the language. And that was my passion, right? So that's what what I was you know, blogging about, creating videos on our YouTube channel. The problem with that, that it, is that it was very general, right? So we were teaching any language. We still, like up until today, we were still selling courses in like 16 languages. And um, yeah, there, there wasn't really a specific angle. And it's really hard to find traction if you if you if you don't have a niche, right? So we already started the business. Then you know how can you find a niche? How can you niche down? And we basically create our own methodology, right? So we called it the more with less method, basically enabling people to uh, learn languages using the 80-20 principle. Uh, Oli did the same thing with story learning. When he started, he also started out very broad, right? He had a very wide audience teaching all kinds of languages. and then But then he started focusing um, uh, on Spanish specifically. And then later on top of that, he also added his uh, story learning method. And then you know, so he went he went more narrow, and then once he, once he found his traction again, um, by adding this this by going one layer deeper, uh, by adding this methodology, then again he applied that methodology to all the languages, and now he as he's again pretty, um, uh, pretty wide, right? So he's not that that niche anymore, and you can do that. You don't need a niche. Not everybody need a niche. But if you don't have the momentum yet, if you're not growing fast yet, then that's you know that's a sign that what you're doing is not working, and you need to niche down. You need to 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 gain that attention, right? So one question is, how do I know if I've niche, if I've niched down far enough? And the answer is momentum. Do you see any momentum? In your business now how do you know if you have any momentum if you want to know the answer to that question well he created an entire video on this very specific topic you can find that on our youtube channel at creator smart so just go there and then there is a video about momentum um you know and then you can also say okay but what about you know the big fish like benny lewis and f- flew in three months like he did the same thing right he started he talks about language learning in general all kinds of languages. Again, he was first mover. He started out, not really sure, I think almost 10 years ago, maybe even longer. Um, so that was definitely an advantage. And then we have, um, you know, Lucy from English with Lucy, for example, that we also had on the podcast, a huge channel. And she just teaches English, actually British English. So she actually did niche down a little bit. But it's very hard to compete against, you know, some some people in the industry. Some people just started at the right time um, they have some kind of x, x factor that's very hard to duplicate so there's always exceptions but in general you know if you're somebody who says i'm growing slowly nobody is sharing my stuff i can't get people to buy you know all these people are growing faster than me then the solution is to niche down and how do you know that you've niched down far enough you know that if you're the best in your market what am i or the only one in the market because then you are automatically the best so look at what what we are doing here or how we started this podcast right um before this was the langpreneur podcast and we helped people in the language learning industry to or people with language skills to build an online business we were the only one doing that 
So we were automatically the best. So it was very easy for us to gain uh, attention and to grow this business, right? And then once we had our momentum and we had built um, a viable business and we were, you know, clearly the biggest and the only one <laughs> in this niche, that's when we said, okay, now we have this momentum. We want to keep growing. We want to, to become bigger than this niche. And that's why we, uh, one of the reasons why we rebranded into into. Uh, creator smarts where we were not just teaching people in online language education but people in online education in general then let's talk about the avatar if you want to sell something first of all you need to sell you need to know who you're selling the product to right and you only have a business if you solve somebody's problem so know whether you start an online business or a physical business you need to be very clear about what problem you're going to solve and for who whose problem are you going to solve so if you have clearly defined that niche and you've also identified your customer avatar that has a problem that's when you have a business right so Again, when we started this podcast, we started out as a Langpreneur. Our niche was business development for language experts. And the avatar was actually you, if you're listening to this. Um, I'm dedicating this episode for people who want to learn to build a business from their language skills, but don't know how, right? So if that's you, well, then you are my, <laughs> you know, the, I'm, I'm talking to you. You're the avatar for this particular episode. Um, because yeah, something else that's also very important is that you communicate that you communicate to your ideal customer using the language that they understand, that they understand that you use their words, and this is you know very important. In particular, when you write sales pages, for example, you want to use the language of your customer avatar, and that's why when we do product launches with some of our clients, we always like before we write any sales copy, any sales email, any sales page, we survey the audience, right, and we ask them about what their problems are, what they need help with, and we really pay attention to some of the words that they use because sometimes they use very specific terms or they express very specific problems and struggles and we want to make sure that we use that same language on the sales page right so before you create a product before you create sales materials you need to know exactly who your avatar is and the words that they are using the things that they are struggling with and you know when you start out you often don't know those things right but as you run the business and the more you engage with your audience the more you learn about your avatar and um, so it's um, important that you know, or at least try to figure out who that avatar is, right? And the the only way to to figure out is is by um, is by talking to your audience, and you know the best is if you talk to your buyers because you want to get more you want to get more buyers eventually, right? So focus on the buyers. Who are the buyers? Who is this avatar? Yes, who is your avatar, and what is their biggest pain points? Let's move on to the next module. Um, let's talk about brand statements. Um, let's take Langpreneur as an example here. So our brand statement for Langpreneur was, and still is, 
website website is still live is we help people turn their passion for language for languages into a profitable online business so that they can live an independent life doing something they love that's a brand statement now what do you do with it brands with this brand statement you don't have to put this on your on your website or you don't have to share this in the intro of your of your podcast you actually could but you write this down on a piece of paper so that is very clear for for you who you are helping right um brand statements are often quite long and maybe difficult to read so you could actually take this brand statement and turn it into a so-called tagline right so that when people go to your website they see exactly what you do in like a, a short catchy phrase but the brand statement is is the basis for all of this. You need to be very clear about what results you help your avatar get and what the benefits are, right? So again, we help people turn their passion for languages into a profitable online business. That's the result. So that they can live an independent life doing something they love. That's the benefit. If we look at the brand statement for Creator Smart, and I don't have it in front of me now, but you know, like our brand statement is something like um, we help world's leading creators in online education to help to leverage their online audience to sorry, yeah, to, to leverage their online audience to build a smart education business and then you know followed by the benefits so that they can get their lives back and um and and do whatever they want to do again i just did this off the top of my head we've written it down somewhere um but just so that you get an idea right so ask yourself the question what result do i help my avatar get and what is the benefit for them don't forget to mention that benefit now again the benefit the benefit of having a brand statement is that you is that you have a very clear value proposition, right? So you can turn this into a tagline, put it on your website or on your, uh, this could be like your the bio on your Instagram or your TikTok or whatever, or your YouTube channel. You know, you could say those things in it. I do this at the intro of, of for this podcast, right? I say something like, hey, this is the Langpreneur podcast. What exactly do I say? <laughs> I say, hey, this is the greatest smart podcast, the podcast where you will learn how to leverage your online following into a profitable future-proof business right that's not what i said in the intro um so that when people hear the intro or when they check out your 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 bio or your your how do you call that your your Insta, your instagram account or when they go to your website and they see aha this guy is uh this is what i need i i want to learn more right you want to attract the people that you want to serve that you can serve best and you want to to get rid of the people who you are not trying to attract because they you know they sign up for your mailing list and you need to pay by the number of subscribers that you have in your mailing list and they start sending your emails and you want to make a very clear distinction between who you are helping and who whom you are not helping and having a clear band statement it's going to help you it's going to help you with that okay module number four Website design fundamentals. So what are some of the things that you need to learn when you... Uh, what, what are some of the things that you need to take into account when you create a website? Um, so, 
the most important thing, as I actually just said, when somebody lands on your website is they need to immediately see, okay, this is for me or this is not for me, right? So you need to have a very clear brand statement. Let's say tagline, like a shorter version of a brand statement that's easy to read and that's like catchy, right? You need a logo because that's how people trust you to say, okay, this is something professional. Now, I have to say that if you if you have a huge personal brand with a huge following, you maybe don't need a logo. Let's be honest about that. But if you're relative, relatively new in a space, people don't know you yet. Um, it's um, it's it generates more trust, especially if you're also trying to sell to businesses. Um, I do think it's important to have your face on the website, right? Especially, I mean, we talked about building a personal brand versus a business brand, right? But especially if you're just starting out, you want to create trust. You want to stand out from the from the competition. You want to be unique, right? So um, adding your face to the front page of the website definitely helps. And um, most importantly, you need to collect email addresses, right? So there need to be an email opt-in field. Um, and then you might also want to show some social proof, right? So maybe, you know, you got features in some some newspapers. You want to add the logos to that, uh, of those newspapers to the website. Um, maybe some testimonials of your clients. Those are some of the most important things, right? That you should show on your homepage. Um, I know that, you know, for many people who just get started, they they tend to focus too much on designing a great website. You should create a website. You shouldn't spend more than a week on your website if you're just getting started. And actually, you know what? You don't even need a website. What's even more important is that you just have a landing page where you collect the email, where you can collect email where you can start collecting email addresses, right? And you can very easily create landing pages with software like MailChimp or ConvertKit. We personally do use ConvertKit. Um, There are lots of tutorials on YouTube that show you how to do it. It's relatively easy. So if building a website feels a little bit too overwhelming for you, then just start out with a so-called landing page or squeeze page, which is basically just a one-form, a one-page website where people can give their email address and sign up for your newsletter, for example. I will talk a little bit more about that later, right? If you want to create a website and eventually you should have a website because this is the hub of your business, right? This is where you send all your traffic and from your YouTube uh, channel, from your uh, from your Instagram, for example. You want to send traffic to to your website so that they can you know, see what you do and click on the products that they are interested in so that they can navigate around. Um, but if you're just getting started, you know, maybe just start out with a landing page and start collecting email addresses because that's what matters most. Module number five, by, by the way, this is going to be a long, a long episode. I hope that you guys are liking it because, um, <laughs> because it's going to be a long episode. How to beat the competition. Um, well, first of all, it's all going to be about you, right? So that's the benefit of having a personal brand. Some people like you, some people like me, some people like somebody we know, you know, and we all naturally attract a certain group of people. So 
that's that's one way um, by just creating a personal brand basically now there are three elements of creating a personal brand it should be about you you should have an origin story and you should have a, a system or a framework that you teach and that only you teach um, in the course Oli goes in depth about how to create a good origin story and about how these systems so yeah I will I will I will leave it till here and if you want to learn more you can check out the course but having an origin story and a system is very important and that's how you can beat the competition in the beginning as you become bigger and your competitors you know you start competing against the against bigger brands you know you might want to move from a personal brand to a more cooperative brand like i talked about in the in the podcast episode last week right okay then let's talk about how to build an audience so i think first of all it's important to say here that an audience is not everything an audience is just traffic and in order to have a profitable online business you need traffic you need conversion and you need a product right and if you have those three things then you can actually start selling things then you have a business but you know sometimes people see other uh, creators with huge audiences and they're like wow you know they have a million followers they must be making so much money well if you have a million followers you probably Actually, it depends all on your on the number of views and, and watch time, right? But it could probably make a fairly amount of amount uh, a, a fairly amount of money with a fair amount of money with with um, with just AdSense monetization, maybe some sponsorships. But what actually matters most is what happens after people go to your website after they give you that email address. So. Don't focus too much on, you know, if you see other creators out there, you think like, well, how am I going to have an audience as big as theirs? That's actually not, it, that doesn't matter so much. Like I've seen, um, I've, I've worked with with many creator businesses, especially within the language learning space. And I can see that some of them are making, you know, like say a dollar for every email address they get. And other players in the space are making more than $25 for every email address that they get. So if you just look at the audience, um, you can't make any conclusions. You really need to look at what happens after you give them that email address. Then you can see how profitable a business really is, uh, potentially. Of course, you can't see everything from the outside. But, um, but that having said... You do need an audience, right? So you do, don't need a huge audience. I mean, here at the um, at Creator Smarts, we only have we have a very small podcast. Um, like the number of listeners, we only get like three three thousand listeners per month, which is not much for a podcast. Um, you know, some of the people we work with get like four hundred thousand views uh, or downloads on that podcast. So our podcast is like a hundred times a hundred times smaller than some of the clients we work with. But you know what? some of those clients 
with huge audiences and huge podcasts listen to this <laughs> to this podcast right so you don't need a huge audience but you do need a niche audience and you do need ideally an audience that's very high value right and that's kind of the business the business model that we are going after here with Langpreneur so, uh, or Creator Smart so how do you how do you build that audience um, it's key here to understand your avatar's pr problem, right? Because if you know what their problem is, you know how you can attract them. So if this, you know, if you're still listening to this episode, you're probably getting started or you haven't found your momentum yet. Um, you have certain skills in, in, in education, you can teach something, probably language skills, but you don't know exactly how to turn that into a profitable online business, right? And that's why I'm creating this, that's why I'm doing this podcast episode today. I know what your struggles are, so I'm giving you the solution, right? At least I'm, I'm trying to give you as much solutions as possible in this, uh, in this episode. So once I understand your problem, I know what, you know, what time, what, what kind of topics I should talk about in order to get your attention. And, you know, if I get your attention and I'm actually helping you solving your problems and giving you really useful insights, um, I can set you either to go and buy our course, which, I'll, which I will do by the end of this episode, or I can set you to our mailing list, right? That's how I can attract you. But first of all, I need to understand what some, you know, what questions you have on your mind. So that's really key here. Understanding your avatar and then creating the best content in the world on that very specific topic, right? If you want to build an online language business, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced that there is a better piece of content out there in the world where you, where you learn so much as in this very podcast episode, right? Um, so that's also my goal for this episode to make it really useful. And if you do that, should always be the aim, right? So. And but if you do that, if you create the best piece of content in the world on a very specific problem that your avatar has, that's how you're gonna get traction. That's how you're gonna stand out, and that's how you're gonna build not just an audience but actually a quality quality audience. And it doesn't have to be a big audience, just like what we're doing here with Creator Smarts. We have a very small audience, but we managed to grow this thing into a six-figure business in less than a year, right? And the reason for that is that we have a very high quality audience which we've managed to build by creating very specific content for for you guys for our avatar right so what platform should you use should you go for a blog a podcast youtube pinterest instagram you could even go for twitter um yeah oli goes into depth on how to make this decision in general yeah you should go for a platform that you that you that you use yourself ideally, but also you know if you have if you if you like talking if you like in depth conversations then then a podcast could be a good option for you. If you're very visual, if you're good looking, if you like to be in front of the camera, you might want to go for YouTube or Instagram. Um, if you like to write, then blogging could still be a good option. So look at the platforms that you are using, and um, look at your skills. How do you best communicate? And then pick just one medium and stick to it for a long time. Now, in the course, Oli is going is, is giving much more um, ideas on how to create good content and how to figure out, you know, how to 
as you create quality content that rises to the top so i will i will skip this for now you know like he talks for example about how to do your seo research how to research uh youtube what your competition is doing um what are some of the questions that people are asking on the internet um what are the latest trends also talks about like the common pitfalls or what what mistakes to avoid i will i will skip that for now so let's move on to the next session what is your business right so it sounds like a a stupid question right what is your business well i sell spanish courses that's my business you know is that is that really what your what your business is maybe you're selling spanish courses but the courses come with like a a community elements right so they do not only get access to the language course but they also get access to your community why are people buying your course is it because of the course or is it because they want to be part of the community and um you know sometimes you you don't you don't really understand what your customers want right they are buying your stuff but why is it what is the real business and this is a question that we had to ask ourselves that you know when we started langpreneur last year Okay, people, you know, people like coming to our events. They are signing up for our masterminds. But what is what is the real opportunity? And what do those guys really want? And it turned out that they appreciate the, you know, the value that we are delivering over the podcast. But what they really want is is they want a network. So it's definitely a social thing. And they also just want one-on-one help, right? So as an online business owner, there's so many, um, it, it can be stressful at times, right? And it's it's really hard to know what to do next. So we noticed that many of the people we worked with wanted one-on-one help. So that's why we started offering more services, right? So it's not always very obvious what your business is and you need to, you, this is something that you learn over time and we are still learning we are still adjusting like the content we create and the services that we offer as we are building this business but you know every every week every month i'm trying to ask myself the question okay what is the business what are we doing here what do people really want what should we do what should we start doing less and what should we start doing more what, what should we double down on and the question to ask yourself here is not how do I monetize, how do I make money, how do I extract more money of my, <laughs> how do I squeeze out more money of my audience, instead you should ask yourself how do I solve my customers' problem, right? What problems do they will really have? And actually working one-on-one with clients is a great way to, to figure that out, right? Because you kind of get paid for doing your marketing, your market research. Um, yes. So that, that's also the synergy that you have in your business, right? You have you offer something, you get to work with your um, with more clients, so you get to learn more about that problem, so you can create better products, maybe more expensive products, you can solve bigger problems, and you know use that in your marketing to attract even more high-value clients, right? So that's uh, how you create a synergy in your business, that kind of flywheel effect. Um. Yeah, a few more concepts. So if you want to make more money from your, um, sorry, if you want to grow your business, one of the best ways to do that is by 
focusing on, on your existing customers. Most revenue comes from offering more to existing customers, right? And um, Oli also talks about selling peaks along the mountain. Uh, this is a concept in marketing that means that you know you should not just sell a one-off course but instead offer multiple levels, right? So you're not just offering a German course but you're offering A1, A2, B1, B2 level. And then you can have a membership on the site, maybe offer premium courses. Um, we also talk about creating an ecosystem, right? So like in Ollie's business, for example, he offers many things. He has a 30-day challenges. And then, you know, some people like that. And, you know, they also find out about his books. And then in his books, they find out about his premium courses. So you want to create a, an ecosystem so that you can send people um so that you have something for 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 everybody right i mean in the beginning again you you want to have an avatar only focus on that but as the business grows you can create more products and this ecosystem and really you know get people inside inside your world and keep them inside your world and you do that by having by offering many different kinds of things, right? It can be consulting, it can be one-on-one -on -one coaching, it can be masterminds, it can be workshops, books, challenges, intermediate course, beginner course, memberships, all those kind of things, right? And actually, um, you know, if you're if you're interested in in purchasing Langpreneur Business Breakthrough, we're also giving away a bonus. Um, one of the bonuses is is a presentation that Oli gave in our latest Inner Circle or during our latest Inner Circle event where he talks about how to build a million a million dollar ecosystem for your for your online business. Um, that's yeah that's um, I've sent that around to a few people that we work with closely and they really they really liked it. So yeah if you want to learn more about building an ecosystem uh, that's a way for you to learn more about it. Okay, then email marketing. And this is an important one because as I said, email, you know, even some of the biggest influencers we work with in the language learning space with huge audiences, yes, they can sell lots of product directly um, of the YouTube channel, right? But the majority of the revenue is always made through email marketing. And, you know, when I started online marketing or maybe a bit after I started like when when language boost started getting momentum like five years ago we were making 90% of the sales of directly of email marketing and it will still be the case for most online businesses today um, but I mean the world is changing a little bit especially like if you have a loyal audience you can just do a shout out in your YouTube video for example and you can sell directly off your um of your channel you do need to have a good sales page though or at least have a good sales pitch either in the video or on on the sales page you you can do that but um th that will work but email marketing is is at least twice as effective in in my experience right so how do you do email marketing um well i'll try to keep it short but at the same time i want to teach you some of that main principles here uh, the most important principles i guess you know why is email marketing so powerful it gives you the ability to follow up 
right? The money is in the follow-up. It's very important to remember this. If you've studied sales, you know this. The money is in the follow-up, right? So people come across your content. Ah, nice. And they go on to the next thing and they forget about you. And then once you have something to offer, they, they, they can't see you anymore, right? So you want to stay in touch. You want to be able to follow up. Um, your business is your email list and the relationship that you have with that list. That's 90% of the value of your business. It's in the relationship with your audience, captured in a way that you can contact them anytime you want and in a, in a way that you own your audience, right? So a mailing list is something that you can own. You can download the email addresses onto your laptop, right? So it's not just a way to capture that relationship, but also to maintain the relationship in an intimate, intimate way, right? You are now not just talking to them on like social media anymore, but actually in their inbox. So it feels more intimate to them. You really become their friend. Um, in each email that you send your audience, you should give value, you should entertain, and you should also sell. That doesn't mean that you need to have a hard pitch in every email, but you can always add like a, by the way, if you're interested in my Chinese course, click on the link here. Yeah, and then we talk about and we have a, have a few catchy phrases here. You must be seen to sell, right? And this is very right because if you don't sell, I mean, you have to understand that your 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 avatar has a problem, right? So if they come to you and you don't offer them to solve their problem, they will go somewhere else. So I know that, um, you know, especially people in, in education are often anti, <laughs> I should say, find it uncomfortable to sell. But this is your duty, right? If you're not selling, that means that you're not solving problems. I mean, that means you're solving small problems. But if you sell, like people who buy your products have pain points. And if your product solves that pain, you know, that's that's how you add value to the marketplace. And that's also how you build a business and how you get paid, right? So you have to sell. And, you know, there might be people on your mailing list that don't like to be sold to. That's okay. And they can go somewhere else. Or they can just watch your free videos on your YouTube channel or whatever you, it is you, you create, right? But, again, f focus on on the people that you want to sell to, try to attract more of those people and get rid of anybody else, right? They can still go to your YouTube channel, consume your free content, whatever they want to do, but you don't want those people on your mailing list anyway. So it's completely fine if those people unsubscribe. Um, now let's talk briefly about creating a, a lead magnet. Um, a lead magnet is um, basically something valuable in exchange for your audience email address, right? So if you, let me just give you an example here. So if you're listening to this podcast, you know, I can say, by the way, if you want to learn more or if you want to, if you want to, if you want a summary of, of this podcast presentation, of this podcast episode, then make sure to go to this link and download your free PDF, right? Now, I don't have that free PDF, but that could be a potential lead magnet for for Langpreneur Business break, Breakthrough for this course, right? Um, I give you something valuable, the PDF, in exchange for your email address, and then I can follow up. So, um, 
It could be a PDF, it could be an ebook, it could be an audio file, it could be a free lesson, a quiz. Um, it could also be a series of videos, it could be a masterclass, a webinar, it could also be a consultation call. So if you're selling something more expensive, like one-on-one uh, one-on-one coaching, for example, you could say, uh, by the way, if you want to if you want to learn how I can help you, then let's get on a call and you know I will I will share I'll share some of my strategies that could work for your business and then you know you have the opportunity to also make a pitch at the end right so um so that's the, the those are the steps right create content create a lead magnet then send people from your platform from social media to your opt-in form to your landing page where they can give their email address and then you can send them a bunch of emails to prepare them, to get them ready, to educate them about your product, and then you can sell. The best way to serve is to sell your solution to the problem, sorry, to the people with the problem. So hopefully with your lead magnet, you have attracted quality leads, right? Um, and you also need to make a pitch soon don't get the email address and then only sell them a month later people want a solution now right remember they have a problem and we recommend to sell within seven days now how do you how do you write emails what kind of email should you should you write um so two questions here what do people need to understand before they buy your product and then you can tell stories or share anecdotes that explain those things. All right, so an example here. So this could be um, so, so an example here. Business English, right? So you teach business English and, and body language um, in the form of one-on-one one coaching. Now, here are some of the some of the things that you want your audience, your your potential customer, to believe in order to buy the product from you or the service from you, right? So um, native speakers have a specific repertoire of body language at work and I can learn that, right? That's one thing that they have to believe. Um, another thing that they have to believe is that 50 euros per hour is a bargain compared to what they learn if you're charging 50 euros per hour. And then they also have to believe that your system works, Right, like this, the, the framework or the system that you teach. So you get that email address, and then every day you send them an email, and in every email you you break one false belief, right? So a false belief could be, I don't believe that his system works, right? So then in that email you focus on the system, and you can do that by sharing a story. You can, you can share your own story. You know, one day I was like you, I tried to learn this, it didn't work, but then I found this framework and this is how it changed everything and here is how it can change for you. Okay, now you got that false belief covered. And the next day, you can move on to the second false belief, right? And a false belief could be that 50 euros per hour is too much for your services. Well, you want them to believe that it's not enough and that it's actually a bargain, right? So again, you can give examples, share stories, and show them that you know 50 euros per hour is actually really cheap because they're gonna get a really good ROI on this. Um, yeah, you can share testimonials or or success stories of your 
of your pre previous clients. It's important to always connect those emails, right? So to write them in a way that those are not just separate stories, but you know, by the end of every email you can say, for example, and if you want to learn how you can use the system to pa 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 pa, then make sure to check out tomorrow's email as well, right? So there should always be a bridge um, between those emails. Yeah, Oli gives much more examples in the course, and um, yeah, he goes much deeper on this topic. And then by the end, you know, after about a week, you should make an offer, right? So they have read all your emails, now they should be ready, they are educated, they know what your product is, they know that you are the right person to help them, and then you can say, okay, this is what I have to offer, and then ideally you add some urgency to that, right? So you say, um, sign up now because there are only 20 spots, you can create scarcity or urgency, sign up now because the price goes up tomorrow, right? This is also what I'm doing here with Langpreneur Business Breakthrough. Um, if you're interested and you want to get access to the full course, you can go to langpreneur.com forward slash l forward slash lbb um because the course is um is 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 only for 497 sorry 497 euros it used to be a thousand right um, but next week the price will go up so there you go that's the urgency and you should use that same that same principle we have a module that's module 11 about email marketing i will skip that for now because we have a in-depth masterclass on on how to how to use affiliate marketing effectively but it's um yeah it's a very good way to make to almost make money instantly if you already have an audience right so instead of selling your own products you can also promote promote other people's products and receive a commission as a reward right and it's a very quick way to to make money if you already have an audience um yeah in the course only goes in depth on how to do that best now there's um two more things that i'm going to cover here today um let's talk about validating a product right so biggest mistake that beginners make especially people in online education and i've made this mistake over and over again is that we think that we have the best solution for our audience right we think we know what they want or what they need but often we don't. So what we want to do here is before creating a product, we actually want to validate the product. We want to make sure that once we've put all the time and effort in the product, people are actually going to buy, right? So many creators, so many people out there who spend you know, months and months on creating a course, and then they launch it and they make one sale or two. And that's not enough. That's not going to pay the bills by the end of the month, right? So we want to validate a product. Now, how can you do that? Um, yeah, Oli is much better at teaching teaching these things, and um, if you go through the course, you you will see why. But again, a quick this is the product validation in a nutshell masterclass. Masterclass. Okay, so how do you do that in online business? Now, first of all, you can just send an email to your list, right? If you have one. So again, if you don't have a mailing list, that's the number one priority. It's not just to sell products. It's also You can also use a mailing list to, um, to do your customer research, market research. So you can just send an email to your customers, sorry, to your mailing list and ask them, what are you struggling, struggling with right now? When it comes to learning, let's say, learning Russian, right? If you teach Russian. And then, 
you know, you will see what they're struggling with. And they might say the Russian cases. Right, so what you can do then, you analyze the replies, you send out another email, it could also be a survey, and you say, okay, um, I'm thinking about creating more content about cases. What are your two biggest questions about, about learning cases? And what would it mean to you when you finally got your cases right in Russian? Right, so then you know, you you know exactly what they want to learn. And also, you know, if you ask what will it mean to you when you can do X, you know, these are all things that you need to know for your sales copy. Because if they say things like, uh, "Well, it will mean that I could finally have a conversation without struggling, and you know, build relationships and uh, build friendships with with Russian speakers, or finally communicate with." The people in Russia, you know, maybe they live in Russia. I mean, that's a quite a life changer. I've I've lived in I, I lived in China for for quite a while. At the beginning, I couldn't speak with anyone, but then I learned I became fluent in Chinese, and everything changed, right? So that's a big thing. And um, so now, if you if you know that, you are not just selling a course on Russian cases anymore, but you're selling, you know, the freedom to travel around Russia and to talk to the locals in their own language anytime you want right and that's where the value is so you should never never sell features always sell well selling the dream that's uh does (laughs) sounds a little bit negative but sell the real benefit right the benefit of the benefit the benefit of is is learning russian cases the benefit of the benefit is learning russian cases so that you can hold conversations more smoothly and the benefit of the benefit of the benefit is to learn russian sorry is to learn the cases so that you can hold conversations fluently so that you can get the best out of your stay abroad in russia right so always ask yourself what is the real benefit so that so that okay so that's the second email that you send them. Then design a syllabus based on their replies, based on what they want to learn. And then you can just email them again and say, you know, you guys said you want this. I've created a course. Here it is. If you want to join me, sign up now. And then you just uh, include a PayPal button or whatever. And, you know, the key thing here is to first sell the course before they buy. Because if nobody buys, well, then you know that you need to come up with some something else, right? And, you know, many people think, well, but how can you sell something if you don't even have the product? Well, you can just deliver it live, right? So, say, next, you can sell it in the form of a bootcamp. And we've done this many, many times. You can say, well, next month, the 1st of July, we are getting started. It's an online bootcamp, one lesson per week. Uh, sorry, one one lesson per week. And um, and you only create it when you make enough sales, right? So you make 50 sales. Okay, I'm going to do it. That's going to be worthwhile. You deliver the bootcamp live. You record everything. And then you add the worksheets and everything. You repackage it. And then after it finishes, you can sell it as an evergreen product. That's how you validate. Um, that's how you validate the idea.
last module how to sell and feel good about it um, yeah so here it's all about creating creating a good offer so you know sales copy sales pages is all super important but the most important thing is that you create an offer and the offer is not uh, a course a co an, an offer is much more than that um, so you need to take the time to package an offer that is compelling and irresistible a no-brainer and yeah, and the course only gives many good examples of how you can create a good offer. But some of the main principles, you want to solve pains, right? You want to make it easier for your student to learn whatever they want to learn. Make it faster and make them feel like a VIP. So... Solve pains again. Focus on your solving problems, your function, your your mission, as your task as an entrepreneur is to, in online education is to solve pains. Right. So, what exactly are the pains? Well, the pains is, are that they live in a country where they can't communicate with the local people. Focus on that in your sales copy. Right. Make it easier for them. So, it should be an easy to you to use course. Make it faster. If they want results faster, that's the case most of the time, right? And make them feel by like a VIP. And you can you can do that by offering them, um, you know, let's say by giving them one one coaching session with you for free, right? So that they get your personal attention. That's just one example. Um, those are the main principles. Of course, you need to sell a deadline, as I said, right? Sign up before the second before the 1st of July because that's when we're going to start and if you miss out you need to wait half a year because I'm only doing this twice per year now so yeah guys that that was it um, again this course is it exists of 14 modules and the original course we, we delivered this live of the uh, overall weekend so like twice eight hours um, in between people had sessions to to work on some of the assignments that we give in the course so this was um it was a long podcast episode but it was really a very quick version of um of the original course right now if you want to learn more and if you want to if you want to listen and, and watch the um the entire course then make sure to go to our website langpreneur.com forward slash LLB stands for Langpreneur, sorry, LBB, Langpreneur Business Breakthrough. And that's where you can get access to the full course. You know, it comes with worksheet, worksheets with email templates, um, video presentations delivered by Oli. Um, it also comes with three bonuses. One bonus is like a masterclass on the online business fundamentals to create stability, growth, and raving fans for your YouTube channel. That was a masterclass that Oli delivered during one of our Inner Circle events. Um, we have an affiliate marketing masterclass and a masterclass on how to build a million-dollar ecosystem for your language business, right? So these are all the extras. Um, as I said, it's 
it's um, on promotion. So originally a thousand euros. It's four nine seven if you sign up this week. So make sure to check it out. Now let me just answer because of um, you know we we saw this this course before, of course, and we've received some questions from 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 people like you, I guess, from people in our audience. And somebody asked me if they buy this course, you know, is it gonna can we guarantee that within a year they're going to have a six-figure business? And um, we, no, we we cannot do that. So in this course, we will teach you to pick pick a niche, to position your brand, to build an audience, to monetize your audience, right? We do co- cover email marketing, super important. And we also show you how to automate sales. But that having said, you know, I should also mention that building an audience takes time, right? So even if you have the traction, it often takes at least a year to generate, let's say, a thousand euros per month in sales on autopilot, right? The thing with these business models that we teach is that they are scalable. So if you manage to stay consistent, it's quite common to double your si- the size of your business every single year, right? So if you're making 1K per year, sorry, 1K per month after one year, you know, that means that in in two or three years, you're going to have a business that's make that's making 5K per month on autopilot, right? So, um, again, we managed to build Creator Smarts quite quickly. We turned this into a six-figure business within uh, maybe a bit longer than one year. Um, but again, we we know what we <laughs> we know what we are doing here. Also, we're in a very profitable niche and we're serving a very hungry market, right? So that's also very important. And also, by the way, one of the things that we teach when picking a niche is that you should try to serve a hungry market right um so in this course we show you the big picture and the most important principles for building an online business we do not cover sorry we do not cover step-by-step tutorials on how to build a website or a landing page right you can just go to google for that um so this is really the roadmap but the outcomes will really depend on your ability to create good content that your audience wants on a consistent base and, of course, on your ability to sell and um, and, and your, your sales copy and those kind of things. So we do cover some of, you know, some of that, some of copywriting in the course, but not in detail. Um, but this is really the, the big picture that we teach you here. And, um, yeah. Becoming a good content creator or, you know, online business builder takes time and effort. It's it's just like learning languages. But in this course, we will show you the pathway and the most important principles. Um, you will have many questions when you start implementing, um, you know, but if you sign up for the course, you can just reach out to me, you know, and, and ask me any questions that you might have. Um yeah, that was it for today. Again, a very long episode, over one hour. I hope that you have liked it. And um, yeah, I hope you've taken notes. <laughs> All right, that was it for today. If you have any questions, just mail me, okay? Just mail me at hi at creatorsmarts.com. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. All right, thanks for listening to this episode. And if you like this episode, then please give it a positive rating in whatever podcast app that you're using. 
And if you want to listen to other interviews or just learn more about what we do, then make sure to go to our website, creatorsmart.com. See you on the next episode. Ciao.